We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. It's True Faith Weekly Podcast. I'm Alex Hurst, joined by Michael Collins, Simon Campbell, Ben Wade after a very disappointing day for Newcastle United. Home defeat by Huddersfield Town. That was such a rushed introduction. That's because I kind of want to get through Raven, this. Hello and welcome. Nothing, <laughs> just true faith. Anyone listening to this is uh, after further disappointment. <laughs> so they probably <laughs> don't mind the the uh, the rushed introduction. Um, Mickey, then, since you're no one next to me, um, I'll start with you. What went wrong? Um, we just lacked we lacked creativity completely. Um, I thought we were really really poor in the centre of the park. We didn't really. Passed the ball that well. We, we kept it all right, but we, we kept it and kept it sideways. There was no incisive passes, no, passes, no clever runs. Just nothing, nothing going forward. Then it was started reverting to something I never thought I'd really see on the raffer and just lumping it forward to a five foot ten, whatever he is, centre forward. He's playing on his own up front. Just everything, everything went wrong. Five foot, as uh, someone called him, Ron Meros. Si, let's go back to the start. Team selection, when the teams were announced when we were in the pub, apart from set piece at left back, we were all pretty positive. Yeah, obviously, pleased pleased to see Perez dropped, pleased to see Shelby in the team. It looked more than good enough, in our opinion, to to see off Huddersfield quite quite easily, really. A team that just lost to Shrewsbury, was it, in the week? Um, Yeah. <laughs> Dumb it at left back shouldn't really matter at home to a, to a team like Huddersfield. We should just be putting them away. But there was just no cohesion. It, it just, it's it's one of those things like it's no cliche in football, but you need, these players clearly do need time to gel because they're just they're not playing as a team. There's no unit. There's lots of lost bodies in there. Diame had possibly the worst debut. Was, hmm. Well, delighted to see him in the in the team. One of the worst debuts I've seen for Newcastle of any player. Yeah. Totally lost. Never it's got not, on the ball. It's not number ten, is he? No. Uh, when the ball obvious. came to him, it was bouncing off him. He just, he just was nowhere. He was never in the right place. I don't know where he was playing, really. And that was just so disappointing. So on that, Ben, uh, do you think formation before we saw the match? Do you think formation is an issue? One up front again, mm-hmm. four two three one. We think. Um, a, do you think Rafa will change it? And B, doesn't he change it? Um, it's difficult because I don't think he can really change it at the minute. He should do, but I think he probably thinks I can't go to up top with Perez and Gale um, and until Mitrovic is back. 
I think we're, we're stuck with playing Kayla. Um I, th I think he has to change it because it's, it's not working. We don't have any sort of um, stronghold in the. We don't have any sort of hold of the midfield. Um, the last two games, we've we've not been able to, to to get any sort of fluidity going in the game. We're, we're struggling to sort of get the ball, move the ball forward without going long and direct, which is just isn't working to Gale. And we're not getting the ball um, sort of in at the wider. Well, in the first half anyway, we didn't really get the ball in at the wide areas and cause any trouble. There was the, the balls coming in that did get there were were poor. There were just there was no way Gale was getting on them, and I, I just think. We're still struggling to work out what the identity is with this team, how we're going to break teams down. Because I mean, we, we all knew, night like most of the games we're going to go to in this season, teams are going to just wait for us to, to break them down, and they're going to try and hit what the counter attack has happened last two weeks now. And, and we're going to we're going to have to work out a way of, of breaking teams down. At the minute, um, I'm struggling to see how that is without um, sort of just. Getting Mitrovic back in the team and, and going along with him and building off him, I don't think I can't see a way with, with the, the team that he's picking at the minute anyway, where we're going to work our way through teams and, and build build play. I disagree with you, Ben. I think <clears throat> you don't necessarily have to have Mitrovic up front to be able to hold the ball up. You just need to not have. Oh no! But the way we play, the way we play at the minute. Yeah, but it's going to be. We're not getting the ball it to would, Gale. It would be different if it was if there was two of them. I think if you've got even. Gale and Perez or Gale and Armstrong, one of them can be getting the ball to feet and knocking it off, who? and the other one can be running. Yeah. You're, you're, you're saying this, if, but we'll have it, I haven't seen one ball even try to be played at uh, someone's feet. It's, yeah, but it, but it can't be because Gale can't come short and receive the ball at his feet and knock it off to one fielder because there's nobody running past so him what, then. So how then is it different? To well, it'll be different if there's two of them because one of them, for example, Gale, can come short come towards the midfield, like take the ball at the feet, knock it back, and the other one runs in behind then. It's, it's, it's completely different with two. I know it's, it'd be better with Mitrovic, but it will be different where it is now. I don't know. I don't know. We've, got, we've got the army today. We had the army that was meant to be playing that role, I thought, behind him, the striker. Didn't, didn't remotely do it. Exactly. Um, but that's the role he's in to do. I, I've not seen anything where I think... There's from, a difference if, between if a and a second striker. Massive difference. I don't know. I'd, I'd, can't see. I mean, even then, even if we did play that, just the the movement of the forwards is, is, isn't good enough that we're we haven't. And, and even if they did, we've already got Shelby that's willing to pass the ball forward. We've got too many midfielders. Hayden today, Benita, um, called back last week on Friday that are unwilling to try and play a ball forward. They just want to go sideways up back all the time. I'm gonna I'm gonna call it now. Hayden's not good enough. No, not good enough for the to play the funny cast night in the championship. He doesn't give you anything going forwards. He has no confidence. I thought he was all right at Fulham, but you can I can understand the selection of Fulham a little bit more playing away from home. Playing him at home, you just it's a waste of a jersey. You've got Dummett out of your take away your centre backs and your, your goalkeeper. Who you're not going to rely on as a source of an attacking threat or goals. But out of the, the other eight, you've got Dummett and Nita and Hayden, who are just going to provide you absolutely zero zero as an attacking threat and therefore there it's up to another five players you're looking at five players one of whom's a right back in Yamat to do all of your attacking all of your creating and it's just a totally unbalanced team I'm, I'm really worried now because there's nothing there's nothing about that game which you thought you know what it was his fault yeah obviously in Bemba for the goal very poor but was, you know, we still didn't deserve to win the game if we won that game 2-1 we'd obviously be a lot happier but we wouldn't have deserved it you're not thinking, right, well, when this clicks or when this clicks or when this clicks, nope. 
I can't say it. I can't see that team and those players in that system ever dominate a team in the championship. When we were in the championship last time, like I said to you lads, off air, we'd win the games, particularly home games, in the first 10 minutes. Whether we're 1-0 up or not, it doesn't matter. We'd slice teams, slice through teams so easily, playing two up front pretty much every time, um, that they were beaten mentally. Huddersfield has come to St James Park and Fulham played at Craven College. Um, very gentle start of the game. Play yourselves in, lads. Quieten the crowd. Have plenty of the ball. You're not under any pressure. And, and I just think the formation... Um, doesn't work in the championship I don't think it didn't work for Newcastle in the Premier League 4-2-3-1 it worked for Rafa but for the two or three seasons prior to that it didn't work um, whether you play 4-3-3 or 4-4-2 it doesn't matter you can't approach games like this with those players and expect to win the game it's not going to happen now it's not going to happen in November that formation only works if you've got the right players to play in the positions and we said it before the game we don't have anyone who can play that wide role it's a, it's a luxury to have a player who can play that part of the front three who's also a winger Matt Ritchie probably can't do it, and when he came on, he was probably the only bright spark for the second time in a, in a week. But we just we don't have the players to play that formation. Uh, Huddersfield, it was, we're just too easy to play against. They just played really deep. They knew that all we had was Shelby in the middle. Yeah. So they just let Shelby, they didn't let Shelby out of our half. He was sat in his own half trying to pick up 30, 40 yard, 40 yard balls because they were so deep. They were just saying, All right, come on, come on, Gail, you come stand 30 yards at the pitch. We're not worried about you here. Come on, Aaron, see what you can do. So. We've got Gale sitting wrong under the pitch, sitting miles away from Shelby. Shelby trying to pick him out, and as someone said, five, ten, whatever he is, small lad up on his own. Aaron's was the only one trying to come in deep and see if he can get the ball and turn around, and he tried a few things. He, he was all right, but nothing was coming off. And then we've got Anita as well, the winger, who can't do anything. So he's going to come deep for the ball, but he actually can't produce anything. So we'll, we'll come all we had was that long ball from Shelby going to, to no one. It's just, it was just the whole team. We'll come on to Anita in a bit, but I think you've nailed it there about how easy we are to play against. What are the opposition, what a Huddersfield want? What a Huddersfield, Huddersfield Town want to do? They want to defend crosses from our fullbacks, not our wingers, yeah. that are going into the box, swinging away from goal. Not, not, you know, not, not dropping in between the um, edge of the 18-yard box and the uh, penalty spot, you know, the kind of swinging in back post. Their keeper and their centre backs and their full backs. That's what they want. If you said, lads, tomorrow in Newcastle, what do you want? Well, I don't want lads running at me. I don't want balls played in behind. I want crosses to defend with my head. And we're just falling at the trap. We're just hoying balls. And even if Mitrovic was playing, yes, Huddersfield might have to adapt. They'll have to stop the crosses a bit earlier, which creates space in behind. But even then, crossing balls into Mitrovic for me is going to be more successful. But it's still not the way to win the league. You're not going to win the league hoying balls into the box when there's one or two men in it. Against championship sides, it's just not going to happen. Unless you've got Andy Carroll on the team. Unless you've got Andy Carroll, but we didn't... Even then, it wasn't like, it wasn't our, you've got, our main form in, attack. In football, you've got, you've got to try the, and the work... Best, the best person in the air in, in the country by a mile played for Zen, and we're still... But you, you, what, you had to say, what, what Carroll had, <clears> we, he managed to, for various reasons, he managed to be isolated against the centre-back. We were isolated today. You've got you've got Gale running in. One centre back fo- follows him, and the others behind, kind of you know, willing to mop up anything else behind. Yeah. You, you, we're going to have to credit of Carroll that his movement was that good that he managed to get those spaces. But we're going to have to start. We're going to have to start getting men into the box earlier in the game because the, in the first half there was often one, maybe two men in the box. It's not working. Um, ben, Vernon, and Nita. What? Why? <laughs> I don't know. I let you down now. Why, why didn't he come off the pitch? He was all three well, subs resulted he's played, in he's played, uh, he, had, he, had, he obviously, I think you said to me, yeah, I might have picked him up. So obviously, he had to stay on a full um, to 
to uh, fill in for Yamat when but he why came on. Why when Richie came on, does he need to go on to the left wing? Just, yeah. Why did Aaron go off and yeah, Richie come I, on? I, I Again, Aaron's just poor, mate. He, no, yes, he was poor, but who would you rather have in the but second half running at them? Vernon and Nita. I mean, the left, the left side there in the game was fucking Adam Armstrong and Paul Dummett. You wouldn't get promoted Adam from the conference. This just wouldn't. It's just you're not going to win games with that team, and it's it's starting to look worrying because we saw it when Yeldon and he's not been replaced. Because when Yeldon played left wing for us, he's not been replaced. So, well, it depends on it. it depends whether Richie's going to be on the left and so is going to play on the right. If he's <laughs> going to stay, which is probably not. And I think I think in fairness to them, I think if so leaves someone else to come in. We should be like that. We've, we've still made a profit from transfers. Yeah, but that's not the point, is it? It's never, it's never going to be that way in Newcastle. We all know that. It's, if they don't need to replace him, they won't. If Sissoko's going to stay, he'll, he'll be the one that plays. And if he's not going to stay, they'll get someone else. I don't know. I think, I think, I disagree slightly. I think we'll, we'll buy someone. I think they're not, they'll not let it go on whether Sissoko goes to. or not. They have to. There's rumours of Forestieri refusing to play for South Sheffield today. Well, it's not rumours. It, it happened. <laughs> it's 100 percent true. They refused to play today. Whether that's well, he hasn't, he hasn't given a reason, obviously, but the manager's confirmed he refused to travel, refused to get on the bus. Is it rumoured No, 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 no. Well, rumour for us, yeah, because we're supposed to got a bit rejected two weeks ago. I didn't even know that. Uh, lads and Bemba. He's a massive, a massively championship player in the Forest area. Take him over, Anita. <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> Lads, the defence today, it's two, two, two goals conceded. We have not looked solid in the last couple of weeks. Who, who's to blame? Miggy. It's hard to pick anyone else. Um, I thought the sales was crap. If you want to pick someone else, the sales has been perfect both games. To be honest, uh, I thought Hanley was disgraceful against Fulham. Really? It's harsh. But, well, disgraceful might be harsh. He was poor though. He just doesn't, he doesn't look like he's capable of playing in a good side. Like he, he's fine for playing for Blackburn or Bolton or any of those like rubbish kind of teams that are just going to like defend almost like a Sunday league team, but falling behind the ball and just head it out. But in a team that's going to be passing the ball across the back, Hanley's not the answer. But then you put Mbemba in and he plays like he did today. So you're saying he's a disgrace in terms of when we've got the ball, not his defending? Well, his defending wasn't the best either. The, the ball, a, a, a cross came in on Friday night and went between his legs for no reason. He could have just kicked it out. Have a look back at it, it was outrageous. It should never happen for him. I don't really think the sales is a big one, isn't it? He's he's been sh- he's been everything he wasn't back in the last season. He's been shaky. He's been nervous. He's lacked he's lacked clarity in his decision making, and he's I don't know. He's 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 looked rushed in everything he does. It's just it's a strange one. Whether the captains he's got um I don't know. But one thing is for sure, we don't look like we can score goals. I don't think the keepers made a save today, apart from one set piece, um, and the. We, we, we can't obviously can't defend. I mean, the first goal we had one of the flags in our face, uh, our own flag. <laughs> so we didn't see it, mate. What, what happened? I, I don't know what happened. I just saw the goal, ball go in the back of the net. I was downstairs. Were you? <laughs> <laughs> so none of us seen the first goal. That's ridiculous. These post-match podcasts were a great idea. <laughs> uh, just, I just heard the, the slight trickle of noise coming down the uh, corridor. My dad, my dad said it was just a. Just ro- shy goal to concede, just it was rolling in the net left when, when the flag went down. Can we all agree that Dwight Gale ne- needs to never take another pen again for Newcastle? That was terrible, wasn't it? <laughs> Absolutely disgraceful penalty. So lucky to get uh, get the uh, I called him beforehand as well, so I think he's gonna miss. Did you? Yeah. Didn't look confident though the way like the yeah. way he picked the ball up and approached and I 
something's ridiculous in it, but if I was wrong, I'd sound like an idiot, but he didn't look like he was going to I think I think that what you just said there has made me think of how these players are performing, and I think the 52,000 crowd, the, the playing for Newcastle, is almost too big for some of these. I think that's why Lascelles looks shaking. I think that's yeah, but he's, he had it last season, though. Yeah, no, like, but it's, it's different now. Like, <laughs> It's it's there's so much more on it. It's the burden, the, of, season, the burden of expectation. Yeah. Um, Sanz was the, was the only one that anyone even. Uh, he had nothing nothing to lose. He had nothing to lose last season, and he, he put yeah. in some performances to to now impress people. Now he's a captain. Now everyone expected him. Expects yeah. more than what he did last year on his own. Gale's not hitting the ground running. Like his first touch today was crap. Like the ball was coming to him. He was, just, he was bouncing up off him. It was. He just looks nervous. He looks, he looks like lost. Yeah. yeah. But you will. Diarmi just couldn't find he anything. Up front on his own. Richie's the only one who just looks comfortable. He's the only one. It's it's bog standard. We've been saying this for fucking three years. Newcastle's team is well right side. Yeah. It is. That's all. All of what played. Nothing down the left. Nothing through the middle. So we don't have a left back. Paul Dummett in twenty yards of space, and both Newcastle players and the Huddersfield players are ignoring him. It's like he's not on the pitch. Huddersfield like, well, don't worry about Paul. And then they put on that big bloke at the end just to like run at him and scare him and make him pass it back to the centre-halves and keep it. And it worked. It's just not left back. As we, we talked about this the entire time since we finished the match. We've more past him today. Yeah, we did. He's just not left back. He's, he, can't, he shouldn't play left back. He's not left back. Couldn't play so the centre-half. Wouldn't play Armstrong left back. Don't play double well. left back. He's not left back. <laughs> He wouldn't know, would he? Like, he's not a left There was a time in the first half he got absolutely skinned again. Like, he gets skinned so badly, it's a humiliate. Like, it, it's a hum- it's humiliating. Like, other, there's no other defender in the championship gets done as easily as he does on a consistent basis. Uh, this is a barrel of last podcast, uh, which is always going to happen when you lose at home. I don't say what you expect. And, uh, but we are used to losing. <laughs> it doesn't get any didn't easier. I think it would carry on, did we? Is this our third, is this our third year now doing the podcast? Third, third season, I. Reason what? Win, win. Oh, I, w- I worked it out halfway through last season. It was absolutely disgraceful. It was about like seventeen percent. Bear in mind, anything less than thirty gets you relegated. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, since we started doing the podcast, we've had a one-five game winning streak in a podium which has rescued the win percentage, otherwise it would be less than 5%. <laughs> is this a sign that we maybe should stop doing these? Or we'll just stop going to the match. Well, both, <laughs> If only we could do that, our lives would be so much better, wouldn't it? Yeah. Anything to be cheerful about, lads, for Wednesday? What do you, what do you think? Richie looks class. What do you think yeah. he's, got, he's got to change for Wednesday, anyone? Everything. He's got to, he's got to find some way of, dom- of dominating the ball in terms of I think he's got to change the formation. Um, we've got to get a, got to get a foothold and get get control of the games. At the minute, we're we're just we've got nothing when we're in the ball. As he's someone said before, Shelby was far too deep today. Like, why does he need to become that deep to get the ball? Like, yeah. we I think Callback has. I would say Callback's got to come back in and get an, get an opportunity for Hayden. I would say because Callback. I mean, I thought Hayden didn't do too badly on last Friday, but. Today, I think, yeah, he, he, I mean, he's well having a go at him for his, every time he was getting the ball, he just goes straight back. But a few times there was someone on the ball, but when when callbacks like that, he doesn't, he's not, it's it's not like his first first reaction is to give it straight back. He'll have a look or he'll try and pull a move or something, and he's he's willing to accept the ball and try and move it like if he can. Obviously, there's not wrong with going back and maintaining the ball, but you've got to, at some point be looking to move the ball forward. If you're going to have to wait every time for Shelby to get on the ball. 
teams are just going to get wise to it and just put two or three men on Shelby and then we're absolutely screwed. So I think Colback, who's a bit more comfortable on the ball, has got to come in. I think Anita, I don't know why he's getting games. No idea why he's uh, getting games, but... Um, the, 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 what you, just, you just nailed it. It's There's a time when passing back and just passing it four yards is okay when you're under pressure and you just want to keep the ball, but we... It's not good enough that players are getting the ball and their touch is so bad or it takes so long to get because Hayden who's getting the ball stuck on his feet and it was taking up two or three seconds and by the time his head's up he's under pressure he's just got to go backwards like that's not good enough even in the championship that's not good enough you've got to get the ball and, and pick out a pass the game was the game was quite fast paced Huddersfield were, were in, in your face they were when they had the ball they were breaking as quickly as possible and putting us under some pressure and we were doing that when we got the ball we were so slow getting it from one side to the other yeah. so slow, slow getting out about half. And as I said, it, it resulted in Shelby coming, collecting the ball off his centre half, and then just getting his head up from like just outside our box. When Shelby really should be in their half, our defender should be good enough to get it to him there, and then we can do something with it. But that just didn't happen all game. It's one of those where you just, I don't know. It's difficult. I think there's a lot of things that need to change in the team. I mean, the mentality is one. Um, we've got to realise that we, we're going to have to take the, take the game to teams and we've got to put them under pressure, we've got to start working harder, we've got to start faster. I think one of the things I've noticed is they take a bad touch and they've got a couple of seconds to recover the ball and, and pass it back, but we're not on them quick enough. We do it and we lose the ball because teams are in with faces, they're working harder than we And we'd, I suppose that would... If, if we can win the ball back, and I'm sure we can win it back up the field in, in more dangerous places, then you get teams panicking and they'll make mistakes and then we'll be able to hit them on the counter with, with the likes of Richie who looks class, Aaron's who's got pace. Then you've got, you're going to open options for, for the likes of Gale to get in behind and, and, get, and get them sort of running back towards goal where they don't want to be. Um, but I think at the minute the way we're playing, it's just playing into teams' hands. I mean, we're too slow. I mean, it's, it's like watching Man U last season. The build-up play sometimes yeah, it's good, good so slow. Just nobody because there's nobody willing to take take the initiative other than Shelby. And sometimes he takes he, he takes it on too much that he's he's trying to rush a ball by going playing these raking 30, 40 yeah. balls forward. Which the, the the player. I mean, a lot of the time they're not on the same wave path, uh, wavelength, and it just goes goes out. I mean, it's it's frustrating because we, we need it, it needs to be fixed soon. Um, we need to get someone in, in the midfield alongside Shelby that, that's going to be willing to play with him and I think the, the best game I saw last season where we, we worked it really well was with Colbat and, and Shelby against West Ham um, where we, we looked Julie brilliant we, but, but, it, but we looked brilliant in it um, and I think we need to try and get back to that and it has got, got to be dropped I want to call you on two things um, well back you up on one call you on the other First thing was how how many times we lost the ball in our half in the middle of the park. It was, it was absolutely outrageous. Giving them the ball thirty five yards from goal because he tried to turn someone. It's, it's scandalous. It shouldn't. It, it just should never ever happen. It shouldn't even happen one time in the season, let alone three or four times in a game because you're just giving people a chance. Well, that's exactly. They're they're so slow on the ball that they were just getting there. As soon as we were receiving the ball, by the time they got their head up because they were taking such a bad touch. Someone was there tackling them. Yeah, it's just pathetic. Oh, I, I want to put something to you because Rafael Benitez's comments after both games have been have been interesting. He has said both times that he's hugely disappointed, hugely disappointed with the way the players have performed. And we just said, and I just said at the start of the show that I can't see that those players shoehorned into that formation doing that much better. So, what is it 
that the players aren't doing properly because I don't I don't know unless he's expecting more from the likes of Hayden you know Anita I, I can't see what like I don't think I, Isaac Hayden has another level to go to I think that's that's his level he doesn't have the ability to, put, to play the ball forwards he doesn't have the ability to dictate to play from midfield does Vernon Anita can Vernon Anita do any better on the left or the right wing I don't think so so what is it that Benitez is expecting from him that I I'm don't know given? it's difficult isn't it because I mean we, let's be honest we've, we've not seen a lot of Hayden like we don't know what type of player he is maybe he's, he's brilliant in training and obviously he's come through Arsenal's academy yeah, I can't imagine they would have kept a player like that on the books for as long as they have who can play football but at the same time if he hasn't got the confidence to pull that out for Newcastle playing the championship like when is he going to do it it's, it's worrying that we've, we've invested a lot into him and he's, he's just not giving anything I think, um, I think he's the Tione to like the combine which is Shelby I think, I think he's just told to win the ball and give it to Shelby but when, when but I don't think that's is, we're, we're trying to win the league. Do you know yeah. That's not going to work. It's not. Yeah, that is not going to work. I don't it, yeah. either, but I think that's what he's doing because he, I think it, it's obvious to everyone that he can't move it forwards. It, you can barely even move it sideways. It's it's constantly going back. Mm. Even when he's picking the ball up with his face to goal, he's still going sideways. He's not going forwards. There's there's times in an Arsenal next to Ben in the match, and I was with Greensheet last week at Fulham, where. It was, it, it, you know, you got to the stage where there doesn't even now there doesn't seem to be a leader in the team, and it's not the cells, and you can't really get it from a centre back. We didn't even have it on the Colapini, but where someone says to the likes of Hayden, "Don't worry, just f- fucking run." run. You know, we, we don't have anyone. The only player in the whole game, apart from Mbemba, who managed to carry the ball 15, 20 yards, well, there wasn't one. And that's that's criminal. You, you need to go through, like through the quarter phases. Like you need to take it from defence to attack, like Sissoko does, in five seconds, and you change the game. Otherwise, your team, your Huddersfields, and your teams like that, who Huddersfield played Shrewsbury, they've played a weekend team that have been drilled all fucking week. You stand here, and when Shelby's got the ball, stand here. When Hayden's got the ball, stand here. You push, you drop, and obviously they're not they're not brilliant footballers. But the kind of footballers of this level who are good and intelligent can manage to do that. You have to put them outside of the comfort zone. And like I said, with the crosses into the box, we don't have anyone on the team. And Shelby's not the answer for carrying the ball. Who can do that? I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm asking the question, what can we change? I'm thinking maybe the army, put him back in midfield or if he's not going to play callback or play that play that three or play callback and Shelby with um, the army on the right. Mm-hmm. And at least they can interchange a little bit. I mean, presuming Richie plays. But we're so, we're so poor up front. Gale, Perez, Armstrong at the moment not not good enough. Not gonna. I mean, Gale might come good. He he, he see he seems to be a fast player who wants ball balls played in behind. We were at the other end of the ground, but he missed a what seemed to be a very simple chance early doors. Yeah, yeah um, you're not gonna win the league with those three players, and it's all it's all well and good. People saying Mitrovic has come back, which will improve. We need someone better, and the fucking mm-hmm. you know. Well, let's, let's be honest, Mitrovic isn't gonna come in and take all these chances. I mean. But the issue I've got is we're not really creating chances at all. Like we've maybe created two chances today. If in fact probably not even that. Well, that maybe get the girl one where he missed was a good chance. But like, let's be honest, Mitrovic would come in and, and miss a good number of chances last season. So he's definitely not going to be the answer in terms of that. But I just feel like when he comes back in, at least we'll have someone up front that can hold the ball up and get players up the front, up, up the right end of the pitch. Whereas at the minute. We seem to be struggling to yeah. get through that transition where we're getting in the right areas. At the minute, it's Shelby picking it up off his defenders and then having to find someone and there's nobody there. So he's going wide and we're just not really getting any, any foothold up the pitch. 
Whereas I feel like at least if Mitrovic comes in, I mean, I, I, I wish we'd, we'd, we did have a, like, Gale dropping deep and could hold it and, and bring it together, but I just can't see it. He hasn't done that yet. I mean, he, he may prove us wrong, but I don't think he's that type of player. And I, I think until we find someone that's going to hold the ball up at the right end of the pitch, we're just going to see a lot, a lot of the same unless the, the formation changes and we start trying to attack teams differently. Um, I mean, I think we're getting a lot of joy with Richie. Yamat yeah, down the right, I thought they worked brilliantly today. And it's the same old story, our right side. Like, But teams are just going to work that out and they're just going to crowd everyone over that end. Every single ball. Ball. start the game, there had yeah. three people on the right yeah. when we were attacking. They've still got maybe really? five or six balls in the box in each half and nothing came of any of it. No one in the box. It's, it's no good having a good right hand side and then only having Gale marked by three defenders in the box. No one on the left was getting there. You know, you know who didn't help today, the fans? There's times in the second half where Shelby would lose the ball trying to do something and people went wild. Yeah. And it's like, you're gonna, especially against teams like that, we're gonna have to take some risks. We're gonna have to try and, t you want players to take them on. The last thing an Isaac Hayden needs, I mean, Shelby should be mature enough to yeah, deal yeah. with it, but the last thing an Isaac Hayden needs is 30,000 people going absolutely nuts at him mm. because he's trying to do something positive. It's yeah, like, I just thought it was a shit atmosphere. There's loads no, of- No point to try and do anything positive. Yeah. No, I know you find uh, people booing at half time. But like, I say, I was down in the concourse for the goal, and then like 30 seconds later, the half time whistle goes, and the boos were louder than anything the rest of the day. And it's the like, second game of the season at home. Conceded in the last, like, what, 30 seconds of the fucking half? You know, it's like, where's, where's your sense of fucking perspective? Boo. You know, you're booing, like, Rafa's in charge. Everyone's pulling in the right direction, and you're booing. And yeah. Get a fucking grip. I'd rather have had 30,000 out of there and people weren't. Absolutely right. agree. The atmosphere last time the championship was better because those people weren't there. Yeah. And I, you know what I said this? This reminded me, uh, last game of the championship, Ipswich at home and won the league. And his first sellout of the season, I mean, crowds were good. Yeah. It was the worst atmosphere. Yeah. That game because because he, these arseholes. An extra fifteen thousand. Uh, it's people you don't want, isn't it? They're not, not, not there to sing. They're there to kick off unless it goes perfectly, and they're expecting just just a nice win. And just want to come turn up, kick off at people, and then take their flags on. <laughs> Whereas we just want to say go and see the team lose and <laughs> not spoo about it or just <laughs> moan about it on a podcast after. Yeah, it's a good point. When you got like a flags was a success. Some great scenes before kick off. Most impressive was that so many people got there really. Um, just but I expect the people as well as like all all the blokes, which just loads of people got involved. It was really good. Um, just really disappointing to have so many flags stolen. Seen some stuff on social media. People trying to make excuses for the people that stole flags. I absolutely refuse to believe that someone thought it was okay to take a flag, even if you did by some miracle think that the flags were there to take home. Um, you would ask. You would, you would, you would the majority of people were stuffing them up the jumper and then yeah. saying things like, oh, I didn't realise. Why, why is it up yeah, your jumper? Why is it up your jumper? Why, why, why have you removed it from the flagpole <laughs> then? Why would you not take the pole? I, I promise you this, absolutely no one has taken a flag home on a flagpole. No one. Because because they would have got caught. Yeah. Um, I mean, the lad there just refused to give you his. Yeah, well, I, 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 I was kind of out. We thought this would happen. We thought this happened. If we'd have lost a couple of flags, right? Wouldn't have been the end of the world. One of the main lads reckons 80 have gone, um, which is 20%. Of, of all, I think, wish, of all the flags, um, which is about a thousand pounds worth of flags. Which is about a thousand pounds worth of flags. I'm going to tweet that. Um, there's no way a thousand pounds worth of flags go missing on by accident. I, I was out, I was outside the turnstile at the end, trying to look for people to to say to them politely, "Listen, can you take a flag back?" Each person, and there was three of them, 
tried their very best not to give me those. Even though I said these flags are for the ground, you can't take them. They still try to take them. And one lad basically just went, well, well I'll fight you. <laughs> Essentially, he was like, well, take this is what you're going to do, but we'll take it off us. With him and three, three lads, it's just like, so very disappointing. Um, I don't know what we're going to do in the future, but never mind. But well done, everybody who made it. Uh, Happen and you know the atmosphere was great pre-kickoff. So there's two sets of terrible fans we've just spoke about one of the same sets. Of yeah, fans. same people aren't they? Yeah, they're not season ticket holders. No. Not well, that's not the thing as people that aren't season ticket holders, but people that turn up to yeah. match and support a team. Or I mean, yeah, if you say if you're taking to, to shout at other fans and steal, blame, blatantly steal stuff, which it's is, which is it's there. It's not even from others. It's from like. It's from the fan bases. It's pe- there, people right? from all over the world have like got in touch and to, to pay money, and people from down south and who can't go to games like have sent messages saying this yeah. is my way of, of being able to contribute to the atmosphere, and that's it's a nice message. We, we were yeah. in the stadium four hours yesterday. Seven four hours up, last night we were there. Several lads were there for another three hours today. We got there a little bit later. Like, you know, that's a lot of effort from a lot of people, a lot of volunteers trying to make that stadium the way it was for 20 minutes before kickoff, and it was absolutely class. Why would anyone would just take be so selfish to just take it themselves? And, yeah, I'll repeat it, it just, just, so, just so people know. There is no way anyone had taken a flag off back. It just doesn't happen. There's no way you look at the variety. I mean, right. If, you, if you're not on social media, fine. If you don't listen to the radio, fine. If you don't read the Chronicle, fine. If you don't look at what goes on the club website, fine. If you don't get the club's official emails, which go to every single person, every single person who's got a ticket, fine. You still don't take a flag. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? But never mind. We'll just bring it back with anyone that's listening to this that's taken one. Just bring it back yeah, next, next time. And, uh, yeah, probably not. But yeah. Bring it back next time. Put it, put it in the no, corner that no one sees. Like. That's the thing. You know all the all the people trying to stick up for people on Twitter? Not one person's got in touch and said, oh, I took one back. Not one person. Yeah. But... That that would have stick flag back, didn't it? Yeah. Anyone that uses Twitter wouldn't have like, why, why would you stuff a flag up your jumper? Like what are you what are you going to do with it? I mean people slapping the poles. Like one one lad on the WhatsApp, the flag WhatsApp group from all the volunteers, um, said that he he, he stopped the lad from taking a flag out. So in retaliation the lad slapped the pole and threw it back at him. Like It would have been a bad day. Well, it's anyway. for yeah, that, it? it would have been a bad day anyway, wouldn't it? Um it's filming right now. <laughs> Where have this lot come from? <laughs> <laughs> They're not close to home. We'll so have to tweet a picture. <laughs> yeah, we'll have to get a picture of ears if we can. If we don't get chinned. <laughs> um, should we call it there? Should we call it? Yeah, yeah. Uh, lads, thanks very much for your time. Um, we'll be back on Wednesday after the game. Thanks to everybody who listens in on Radio Tyneside. Um, we'll have some positive stuff to talk about yeah, soon. We're sure. still going to win the league. We're still going to get promoted. In Rafa, we trust. It's not going well. Um... But you know, these things are sent to test us. <laughs> right, I'm timing. Is that the policy? Right. No, it's a taxi. <laughs> right, cheers. cheers. Thanks. Whether you're a world class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well being and proper recovery for top notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, 
Access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.